Oh, cool to know metrics here. I'm going to flip this camera for now. Right, oh, cool to know metrics using alchemy elementals, numerology, tarot, uh, runes, and tarot. Welcome already. Hello, Cecilia Grace. And is that Macha? Machalis? Sophia, but your friends call you Machalis. Cool. All right. So we got um, cool to know metrics, which is funny because it's a it's a word, a name that um, came from uh, my friend um, on Wisdom Wandering Fool. She calls herself um, Wandering Fool there, but her name is also Cicely uh, Marie Goose. And right now, um, we're going to do... Well, actually, at first, I'm going to start with um, a little bit of um, numerology. And the first thing is going to check two things. One is going to be, um, and there's a lot of sunlight on my back. That's why I flipped the camera. But, I mean, all you're going to see is like a crazy glare right now. So, I mean, maybe that's fun for now, right? We'll see. You like that camera glare over there, uh, Colin? So the first thing is uh, to do two different uh, number calculations. Um, and actually, if anybody wants me to do your number, your numerology calculations, you can uh, call into wisdom and we can cover that. But the first thing is to start with today's date, right? So, and this is how we're going to go through that. So today, of course, being the year is 2023, it being the eighth month, and the 27th day, right? So we're going to add 2 <clears throat> plus 2 plus 3, right? Which is 4 plus 3, right? Which we get a 7 for the year 2023. Then it's the eighth month, so we add 8 to that. And then 27, right? Which we can also say is a 9. So we're adding 7, 8, 9. Right? So 7 and 8 is um, 15, and plus 9 is 24. But let me... Let me add 7 plus 8 is 15, and add 15 to 27 to see what other number we get there, which is going to be 42, right? And 4 and 2 is a 6. And keep in mind, you'll get the same thing if you were to add 7, 8, and 9, because 7 and 8, of course, is 15, plus 9 is 24, and you get the same thing. So it's just a, it's the same two numbers, actually. It's 42 or 24, depending on how you add that up. We could have also added it up in the biggest number in the thousands, right? So, for example, we could have added 2023 plus 8, right, which would give us 2031, right, plus 27, which would have given us 2058, um, right? And 2 plus 5 is 7, right, plus 8 is 15, which, again, 1 and 5 is a 6. So no matter how you add up the numbers, it's the commutative law of addition, in numerology, we use the commutative law of addition, um, some simple arithmetic, as well as um, as well as uh, uh, simplifying all the numbers into a single digit. So, no matter how you add up this year, um, uh, or today specifically today, you get six, right? So, let's talk about what six means. 
on um, an overall level. All right, so let's talk about what six is. So we're going to go into what looks like a six day. So this is a planetary vibration for the six, right? So, um, but we're actually going to look at, um, and we're going to look at two different things, right? We're going to look at one that says, if you were born on the, right? So there's something that says, if you were born on the, the six, and then we're going to also look at what's called as number six individual day, right? So um, somebody was born today, right? On this date somewhere in time, right? On a sixth day. So somebody, um, so you could be any six that you were born on, but today is not um, the sixth of, of uh, August, of course. It is the twenty-seventh, but like I said, the, all the total numbers two zero two three zero eight um, and two seven together equals six. No matter how you add it up, it's either twenty-four, forty-two, or fifteen, and you still get a six no matter what. So, um, so let's take a look. Um, actually, let's let's go with the actual the six the number six individual day for the planet's vibration, the overall planetary vibration. So the overall planetary vibration for today, we're going to have this uh, example. This is the over, and this is the weakest um, influence for everybody because it covers the, this is what would be the underlying wave function or the underlying wave of information that is the carrier wave for everybody else's vibrations that are on it. So, for example, if this was, um, you could say, if this was uh, 15 hertz, 24 hertz, or 42 hertz, whatever other numeral you came up with or number would be carried on this lower, slower, bigger vibration, right? As the same thing um, in, in frequency modulation with sound, for example. And I'm going off of some of the information being mined from Babylon Spanksters and everything like that, and looking at the perspective from those differences. So let's take a look here. So number six individual day for the planet, right? Overall, the weakest one that is the carrier wave, though. So every other numeral or number that you get or combination thereof will be based off of this underlying carrier wave. And it's this should be a day of peace and contentment. And you will enjoy it immediately or immensely if you just give in to the quiet impulses you will feel. Your home will be so much more important to you today, as will your family. Six is the number of mankind. And all your feelings will be thoughtful and generous as you strive to share them with those you love. They will welcome your eagerness to help shoulder their load and appreciate your kind offers to help. Forget about bills and expenses. For on a sixth day, you will not want Riches won't abound, but surely all you need will be forthcoming, as six falls under the protective force of adequate supply. Accept your responsibilities cheerfully, and you will find yourself enjoying doing whatever it is you must. No burden seems too heavy when it is lifted with a spirit of joyfulness and determination. Entertain in your home, if possible, for your home will reverberate with your own particular charm and warmth. Since harmony and beauty will be outstanding in your heart on this lovely day, you are apt to make a more concerted effort to establish these qualities in your home, office, or other surroundings. 
Therefore, it's a good day for entertaining. If this cannot be done, get out with others or go to the homes of friends or your extended family. Bring with you some little gift that speaks of your appreciation of their relationship in your life. You will win hearts and new friends. Whatever bad spell you may have had will be put aside now, and it is good for those you care for to see you in such a happy state of mind. Grudges should be forgotten, and an olive branch extended to anyone you have quarreled with, since you may also have been at fault. Your offer will be considered a gracious gesture, and an even stronger relationship can develop because of the respect you gain accordingly. Give some serious thought to registering for some course of study. Education is a strong vibratory power on a sixth day, and this is certainly the day to start the ball rolling. If you can't enroll in a regular course, take heed of everything around you, as life itself is an education, and the experiences we acquire are a lesson in themselves if used to our advantage. Gardening is a study as well as a hobby and can be most enlightening for those who are so inclined. Affection and love are strong within you, so if you are thinking of proposing or accepting a proposal, do it today. Present yourself in the best light possible and watch the stars shine in the eyes of your intended. Good luck. So remember, I'm considering this now for one of the base carrier waves because it's the date on the planet today. It's the, the overall date um, of the planet, at least in this time zone, right? And uh, within, um, uh, from midnight, whoever hit midnight first and got into this day. Some some places are out of it by now, right? Since we're, it's like six o'clock in the morning, so other people that are on the 28th, but we're considering this number as the overall vibration with this. And remember, one of the reasons why this is important is because this is the date that a lot of people agree that it's on, and this is one of the underlying structures of what causes any of this information to be, um, to have any relevance at all, is because remember, dates are arbitrary. And they're human-made, they're mankind, and they're based off of the cycles inside um, the solar system, right? We're basically inside a giant clock. So, of course, everything is moving and swirling. There's basically cycles of cycles inside. And because of our perspective on Earth, we've agreed um, to what all of the things, uh, the different numbers mean. So, um, it's what you could call in Jungian archetypes uh, some of the, um, the um, universal unconscious or universal subconscious mind. And so it's all in agreement or in accordance, sort of like uh, if you think about um, somebody who would be a lucid dreamer like myself, who is aware of and can control their dreams. Imagine if everybody were like that. And if I were in my dream by myself, I could control 100% of my dream. But if I shared it with another super lucid dreamer who also could control 100% of theirs, now we only have 50% of control over it. You add two more people, we'll only have 25% of control. You add uh, eight people inside there, we have 12.5% um, control, of control, right? And on and on. So if you imagine then the billions of people on Earth having to share that different controlling power over the dream, which would be the giant lucid dream that we live in on Earth, is the reason why it gives it any sense of stability in the form of physics and everything like that, because we all have agreed upon exactly what it is, and we have to share the, the power of our own determination over it, and so it becomes stable, and it looks frozen and fixed, whereas if you're on a dream yourself, by yourself, you can have more control over it. So we're all basically, this is in essence what it means to be a co-creator. Right? Because we're co-creating based on the agreements that we have. 
um, if you've ever heard of anything like the person who broke the first four minute mile, for example, right? Or the hundredth monkey uh, syndrome. Uh, whereas if uh, when one person broke that, that four minute mile, all of a sudden everybody else started doing it um, exponentially. It just blew up. Everybody could do it. It happens with a lot of things or with certain monkeys where you teach one of them, they can be a remote location from um, another group of those same monkeys in a, in a distant location, and all of a sudden they'll start picking up those different traits, like, for example, the uses of certain tools or things like that. And so we have this underlying construct that happens somehow within our uh, universal subconscious or unconscious, which also, if you let me extend it this way, we could say that is one of the underlying ways in communication of quantum entanglement, in which you can change the state of something, for example, an electron, if two of them are coupled in one system and you have one spinning up and one spinning down and you separate them by any distance, it doesn't matter how far, if you take the one that's spinning up and make it spin down, the one that's spinning down will immediately begin spinning up with no time interval in between. Not at the speed of light or anything even even faster than that. It's instantaneous. And this is behind quantum entanglement. And so that's at least some tiny bit of information being communicated there. So we have instantaneous communication in a lot of ways, at least played out in that one little tiny, very oversimplified uh, explanation of quantum entanglement. So let's move on here and let's see. So we had that overall uh, carrier wave vibration of um, the normal six day. And let's go ahead and see what maybe now this has to say when we look at, let's first go to the Viking rooms and what kind of, um, information can we um we can uh, <laughs> uh reza just put time does not exist <laughs> yeah well i mean it exists in a construct it's it's um it's an agreement so anything you can say uh doesn't exist it doesn't make any sense um existence is whether it exists in our minds or imaginations or not, it does exist. You can even think of the fact that our brains cannot distinguish between something that we imagine or something that we actually experience. Even if it's just an experience we have on a television show, we still have a memory of it and it exists somewhere. And in, even in saying that fact about existence, um, we have to consider what existence is, right? Does it mean just because it's some kind of physical construct or not? Because... Um, lots of things that are considered to be non-physical even have a basis that then eventually becomes physical in everything that humans invent, for example, that were not extant at one time, like a chair, for example, and someone thought of it and then created it by bringing it into reality through the material means. So what, what exactly is meant by not existing? Um, if we consider a thought that I often express to everybody that all knowledge and all power is in all places at all times, which comes from the ideas of a um an eternal creation which is you know the universe always was always is and always will be or omnipotence omnipresence and omniscience right where there's no such thing as something not being possible that it's with it's all it's within us and all around us so that's why we take responsibility fully for all of our thoughts actions I mean, our thoughts, words, and actions in past, present, and future, because um, there is no possible uh, thing that's separate from existence. Your thoughts exist. Um, even like Descartes, who was wrong about a lot of things, says, um, I think, therefore I am. Well, we exist. So let's go on to um, the Viking rooms, first of all, and see what we're going to look at here. 
I'm actually um, going to leave it to you to also um, express your ideas, your thoughts, or any knowledge you want to open up with at all. But I'm going to base this and see what what we can get based on the numeral six, and today being the overall under underlying carrier vibration of six. And so I'm just going to think about that and see how, how that is a planetary guidance, if you will. By the way, I'm just doing this uh, on the fly. I've never done this occultinometric style before, although I have combined all of them. But I'm going to just take a look at one of the attributes of the numeral six and then just draw the runes from there. So we have, um, let's take a look at six, right? Six has, I'm only going to look at the positive as in the hot numbers um, uh, technique from, I forget what that lady's name is. I don't even know if I have that book. I don't have that book with me right now, but okay, but let's just look at six. So peacemaker, unselfish, charming, sympathetic, home-loving, spiritual, intelligent, just, artistic, persuasive, creative, truthful, serene, considerate, angelic, loyal, humanitarian, loving, thoughtful, caring, reliable, honorable. And I'm just going to pull the rooms without even really much um, other thought other than that. So I'm going to do the five spread root and five spread. Um, five room spread with just the thought of whatever I read in the number six in mind and see what we have. Okay, so in the first position, we're going to have, um, this is going to represent uh, the overview of the situation. In the second position, we're going to have the challenge. Remember, I'm just thinking about the numeral six right now in numerology since that's what I first drew. Um, so we have the um, challenge. In the third position, we're going to have a course of action called for. Remember, we're just, I'm just arbitrarily going number six to make this go by fast. We have a course of action called for. Um, in the fourth position, we're going to have um, sacrifice or what some people would be called surrender to God. And then in the fifth position, we're going to have the um, new situation evolving. So what's going to happen? Uh, so we have a new situation evolving in the fifth position. All right, so a new situation evolving. So all of those are drawn, and because of what I'm doing it this way, based on the underlying carrier frequency of six, this is going to be something that I'm that I'm giving to uh, everyone. Let's say as A little bit of inspiration. So, with this runamo here, for example. Okay, so we're going to look at the overview of the situation, which is first represented by Jera. Jera's English translation is harvest. So, this is the overview of the situation. Remember, based on that carrier frequency of six. So, let's see what we got here. Um, Jera means harvest, fertile season, or one year. And there's no reversal for it. And it says, a rune of beneficial outcomes. Jera applies to any activity or endeavor to which you are committed. Be aware, however, that no quick results can be expected. A span of time is usually involved, hence the key words of one year, symbolizing a full cycle before the reaping, the harvest or deliverance. You have prepared the ground and are planted and planted the seed. So you have prepared the ground and planted the seed. Now you must cultivate with care. 
to those whose labor has a long season, a long coming to term, Jarrah offers encouragement of success. Know that the outcome is in the keeping of providence and continue to persevere. Remember the old story about the farmer who was so eager to assist his crops that he went out at night and tugged on the new shoots. There is no way to push the river. Equally, you cannot hasten the harvest. Be mindful that patience is essential for the recognition of your own process, which in its season leads to the harvest of the self. That's it for Gerald. Um, that's the overview of the situation and it's harvest, fertile season, and one year. All right, moving on to the next part, which is the challenge. The challenge is represented by Lagus, which is flow. It's in its upright position. So the challenge is flow, upright position. What does that mean? Remember, this is all based off of the underlying carrier frequency of six that I had read earlier from Numerology for Beginners with Jerry Bauer. And now we're going to go into um, Lagus, which is flow, 127. Let's see, let's look at flow, which is the challenge. So it might be a challenge to get into this flow. Now, remember, we first started with harvest, right? Um, and which was the first one, which was Jera. And now we have flow, water, and that which conducts. So let's see, this might be a challenge for that growth. Unseen powers are active here, powers that nourish, shape, and connect. The attributes of this rune are water, fluidity, the ebb and flow of emotions, careers, and relationships. The runes encourages you to immerse yourself in the experience of living without having to evaluate or understand. It speaks to the satisfaction of emotional needs, to the awakening of the intuitive or lunar side of your nature. By the way, just a reminder, we have a, another full moon, a blue moon, coming up at the end of this month on the 30th, I believe it is, right? So look out for that. I'm going to be... Uh, I'm, charging up my cameras and getting some images of that. You guys can look at some of my lunar photography on hypnoathletics.net. Or no, it's hypnoathletics.info. Um, but I'll post that as well. So let's see. Um, so we got that new full moon coming up. All right, so it speaks to the satisfaction of emotional needs, to the awakening of the intuitive or lunar side of your nature. For while the sun strives toward differentiation, the moon draws us towards union and learning. That reminds me of calculus, differential and integral calculus. So the, it says the sun strives for differentiation. So this, I wonder if I put that into context. The sun is differential calculus and the moon is integral. Interesting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that down and explore that later. Right. The, this rune often signals a time for cleansing, for revaluing, reorganizing, realigning. A rune of deep knowing, it may call you to study spiritual matters in readiness for self-transformation. Success now lies in contacting your intuitive wisdom and attuning to your own rhythms. A rune of the self relating rightly to the self. The rune signifies what alchemists call the conjunctio or sacred marriage. In fairy tales, it is the end where the hero and heroine live happily ever after. All right, that's it for the challenge. Also, I don't know if any of you noticed, but there's some similarities also to the numeral six from this rune reading so far. But I'm going to go quickly because I'm going to have to get out of this bookstore in about 20 minutes. So uh, the course of action called for, this one looks like it's reversed, I think, and it is it is uh, Thurisaz, which is also Thor, um, and in English it's gateway. So, But it's a gateway reversed. Um, so let's take a look at what the reversed gateway talks about. So first of all, it's gateway, place of non-action, and the god Thor. This is in the course of action called for, but let's take a look. Reversed. A quickening of your development is indicated here. 
Yet even in times of accelerated growth, you will have reason to halt along the way, to reconsider the old, to integrate the new. Take advantage of these halts. If you are undergoing difficulties, remember the nature of your passage depends upon the quality of your attitude, the clarity of your intention, and the steadfastness of your will. Be certain that you are not suffering over your suffering. Drawing Thoris as reversed demands contemplation on your part. Hasty decisions at this time may cause regrets, for the probability is that you will act from weakness, deceive yourself about your motives, and create new problems more severe than those you are attempting to resolve. Impulses must be tempered by thought for correct procedure. Do not attempt to go beyond where you haven't yet begun. Be still, collect yourself, and wait on the will of heaven. All right course of action called for. That was Thor, the God Thor speaking. I think we have another reversed one here. And yes, we do. It's Wunjo. Wunjo, which also means joy. And this is in the position of sacrifice, or some might say surrender to God. And let's see what Wunjo has to say here in the position of sacrifice. That's the fourth position. Remember, all this based on the carrier signal frequency of six. If you didn't hear that before, you'll have to go back again or look at your own copy of Nimrod's The Beginners. In the position of sacrifice or surrender to God in the fourth position and reverse, it says, Things are slow in coming to fruition. Oh, by the way, the attributes of one Job is joy and light. So, reversed. Things are slow in coming to fruition. The process of birth is long and arduous, and fears arise for the safety of the child within. A crisis, a difficult passage, even if brief, is at hand. Consideration and deliberation are called for. Ask yourself whether you possess the virtues of seriousness, sincerity, and emptiness. To possess them is to have tranquility, which is the ground for patience, clarity, and perseverance. I think that's a good reading. So, ask yourself whether you possess the virtues of seriousness, sincerity, and emptiness. To possess them is to have tranquility, which is the ground for patience, clarity, and perseverance. Seen in its true light, everything is a test. And focused in the present, sincere toward others and trusting in yourself, know that you cannot fail. In times of crisis, Wonjo reversed is a useful meditation. And finally, uh, the third one is also reversed. So we have two that were upright and three in a row that were reversed. And the last one in the position of new situation evolving is Nalthus. And Nalthus in the English is constraint. So let's look at what the new situation evolving. Remember, based on that overall carrier, carrier signal of the sixth vibration from numerology, we have this final thing that is the overview of the situation, constraint, necessity, and pain, which actually goes along with what we just read before, right, with the uh, reversing of uh, one joe or joy, right? So let's take a look now. Um, and the attributes of, um, of Nalpi's uh, reversed, again, which is in English is constraint, necessity, and pain. The reversal is in the position of new situation evolving. Reversed. As part of the cycle of initiation, Nalthus is the great teacher disguised as the bringer of pain and limitation. It has been said 
that only at the moment of greatest darkness do we become aware of the light within and come to recognize the true creative power of the self. When something within you is disowned, that which is disowned wreaks havoc. A cleansing is required here. In undertaking it, you fund the will and strengthen character. Begin with what is most difficult and proceed to that which is easy. You know, that reminds me of um, something from the book Think and Grow Rich, which Napoleon Hill writes, um, I will do what needs to be done when it needs to be done and as it needs to be done. I will complete the most difficult tasks first to destroy the habits of procrastination and build habits of action in its place. Um, anyway, continuing. Um, it says, mm, all right, so begin with the most difficult and proceed to that which is easy. Or conversely, begin with what is easy and proceed to that which is most difficult. Opposite. Either way, remember that suffering in its original sense merely meant undergoing. Thus, you are required to undergo the dark side of your passage and bring it into the light, controlling your anger, restraining your impulses, keeping your faith firm. All this is at issue here. Modesty and good temper are essential at such a challenging time. That's interesting. So a, a lot of this has talked about challenge, sacrifice, pain, and all those things like that, um, with the final three being reversed even in the... Um, a new situation. So it started actually with the course of action called for being reversed, going into the sacrifice, and then the final position of new situation evolving, whereas the first two were upright. Um, and let's go take a look. What were those in a row here? So in English, in the first position, which is the overview of the situation, we had harvest. In the second position, we had flow. So harvest, flow. Um, in the third position, which is the course of action called for. So we had harvest, flow, and then um, harvest, flow, and then gateway. Harvest, flow, gateway, joy. Harvest, flow, gateway, joy, constraint. Harvest, flow, gateway, joy, constraint. Interesting. Harvest, flow, gateway, joy, constraint. I'm going to write that down real quick on the same page that I did the number calculations first before I move on. Harvest flow, gateway, joy, restraint. Where is that? There we go. So, harvest, flow, gateway, joy, restraint. Okay, so I'm gonna get those runes Away. Oh, first I'll get a photo of them, as I usually do for my um, for uses. Probably, perhaps later in the either. So there we go. All right, and now back to um, here we go on calling. All right. So harvest flow gateway to a restraint. Let me put those up. All right. What should I move on to next here? I don't have much time. So I'm going to draw um, from, let's see, I'm going to draw from the alchemy elementals here. And um, I don't know how many I should draw here. Um, oh, I'm going to draw six because it's a six day. So might as well go with that, right? And see how quickly I can get through those, if I'll be able to get through any of the other uh, tarot cards in this deck at all. So we're going to see here. 
I already shuffled them at least once before. I'm just doing a nice little spread here. So let's see. Let's see what happens in relation to that numeral six. All right. So, so far we've done numerology, we've done Viking rooms, and now we're looking at alchemy elementals, and I'm drawing six cards. Um, okay, so I have one, two, three, four, I'm going to do it like this. I have a nice one, two, three, four, five. And six. Okay, good. So I'm going to roll through these. I got to go somewhat uh, quickly in order to be able to cover this. So at least, at least I'll be able to get through, through it in some way. All right. So let's look at the first thing here and see what we've got. Ooh, we've got land, animal, sun. Take a look at what land, animal, sun. Land, animal, sun. We can call this whatever we want, whatever we want here, as far as like, because I didn't do this in the, um, the same spread as the other one. So the first one is land, animal, sun. All right, land, animal, sun. What what's the message for us? Land, animal, sun. All right. It's one thing to love animals and to scratch them in their ears and to tell a chihuahua in someone's purse that you like its sweater vest. It's quite another thing to truly commune with animals. When was the last time you ran alongside a horse, feeling the joy and freedom it feels sprinting across the land? When was the last time you rolled around with a dog, not just looming over it while patting it on its head, but humble yourself by bringing yourself to its level and playing with it the way that dogs actually like to play. When was the last time you sang along with the birds and harmonized with their melodies? The wisdom of the animals are profound and their messages run deep. Avail yourself of the medicine they carry through communion. Allow animals to teach you through their ways and through their language. They are our guides here. Walk well with them. Okay, next, the second card we have, Fire, Candle, Star. Man, these cards are beautiful. Fire, Candle, Star from Alchemy Elemental. So we have Fire, Candle, Star. Let's take a look. Fire, Candle, Star. Fire, Candle, Star. All right. Fire Candle Star is our second card here, and it is creativity exists in the realm of the unknown, and the unknown is a realm of darkness as well as of great mystery. Do not be afraid of the dark, my child. The darkness has secrets to share and paths to illuminate and treasures to gift you. When night falls around the world stills, so when night falls and the world stills and your mind quiets, it is time for you to awaken and embark upon a journey of discovery. 
the darkness is beckoning you. There, you will tap into new knowledge and undiscovered creativity. There, in the still of the night, you will find magic waiting for you. Be brave, love. Be bold. Trust that the spirits are holding you because they are. Oh my god. All right. Ooh, there's one here simply labeled mental. Mental. All right, what is it here? Mental. Let's take a look. Mental. Mental. That's one of the, um, I forget what those cards are called, but they're like uh, something akin to like a master set. Mental. So in the third here, we have uh, mental. All right. And here we go. Oh, the pillar. Those are the pillar cards. So we have mental, the mental pillar. Here we go. When the mental pillar appears in a spread, the spirits are pointing your attention toward your mind and how it's working or not working for you. This pillar is about the thoughts you think, the words you speak, and the ideas you imagine. It's about communication and manifestation and self-talk. So check in with yourself. What are you feeding your mind? Are you thinking for yourself or are you thinking against yourself? Are you wording, are you working yourself up or are you tearing yourself down? The mental pillar is about reading. It actually says wording yourself up. I wonder if he's like actually meant to put that or if it's a typo or something like that. So are you wording yourself up? You know, there's a song called Word Up, right? Um, anyway, are you wording yourself up or are you tearing yourself down? Because maybe you can word yourself up, right? By saying certain words to yourself. I don't know. Um, or are you tearing yourself down? The mental pillar is about reading, writing, and manifesting. It's also about innovating, learning new skills, and imagining a better world. This pillar is as much about what you are taking into your mind as it is about what your mind is putting out into the world. Are you thinking beautiful thoughts and telling yourself wonderful things and speaking kindness and encouragement to your tribe and into the world? What are the cards telling you about the quality of your mind? What shifts are the spirits wanting you to make so that you can upgrade your mental faculties? All right, next here, let's see. I just got a little message here in wisdom. What is the message? Um, Mercury retrograde coded right now until 9.13. Hello, Graciela Moore. How are you doing? Graciela, Graciela, it's been a long time. Uh, Mercury retrograde uh, coded right now. So I have no idea what that means. Um, I, I'm not an astrologer. I have zero clue at what this means at all, but if anybody does, that should be helpful to you. Um, uh, what you just read, oh, communication. Okay. Um, yeah, astrology, for some reason, baffles my mind. Um, the only thing I know about it is just in planetary alignments and positions, but nothing more than that. Um, okay, so let's take a look at the uh, one, two, three, four, five, four, fourth card um, this year, which is, oh my god, this dragging around of the chairs when they're cleaning up is so, it, it like hurts my soul when, in, in, in Barnes and Nobles when like the chairs get dragged across the floor. They do it in Starbucks too when they're cleaning up and it, it hurts. Like the, the way, it's like a, like a giant uh, chalkboard being scratched with like 
like some some old like really thick like green and yellow fungusy demon nails all right um sky storm star right? sky storm star right now is the next card here's the next message sky storm star these cards are so beautiful sky storm star all right um what was that mm. sky storm star oh yeah there we go i'm right at it okay so here we go so the next is sky storm star is our next message and that is whenever you choose to direct your attention to something you are casting your vote for more of that thing to exist in our world if you are focusing on chaos on suffering on pollution and on zombie apocalypse movies then by the very act of directing your consciousness to those things you are creating more of them in our world so don't worry folks he's not necessarily saying although not excluding it that you're going to create a zombie apocalypse by by focusing on on them you may simply just be helping to create more zombie apocalypse movies all right so um, I know some people get all freaked out. All right, so if you are focusing on chaos, on suffering, on pollution, on zombie apocalypse movies, then by the very act of directing your consciousness, imagine that. This is this word, directing, directing, directing your consciousness, like you're the director, right? So directing your consciousness on those things, you're creating more of them in our world. Not only that, but when you are distracted with chaos, suffering, pollution, and apocalypse scenarios, you cannot focus on what it is that you, yes, you, truly desire and seek to manifest for yourself. Safeguard your attention, my love. Seek beyond the manipulation of the matrix and rest in the threshold of possibility that lies in the unseen. In doing so, you will discover a new vision that will lead you to a fresh pathway, one that takes you to your dreams and your aspirations, where all of your desires will be met. Moving along, very quickly, we have sky, rainbow, and sun. The next message comes to us from sky, rainbow, and sun. Sky, rainbow, and sun. I'm not too far away from that one. And we have this message, sun. You are a complex, dynamic being. Embrace the many facets that combine to make you, you. Do not settle on a single aspect of yourself and then go forming some one-dimensional identity around it, some one-dimensional identity around it. Do not settle on a single aspect of yourself and then go forming some one-dimensional identity around it. You're way too lit for that. The spirits are asking you to embrace and to be all of you. Who cares if people don't get it? Life is asking you to celebrate your many sides and to give voice to them. When you are fulfilled and expressed as all of who you are, with total appreciation and acceptance, then that energy radiates off you and illuminates the most magical possibilities, not just for you, but for everyone around you. Your authenticity will lead to riches when you allow the entirety that is you to be seen and heard and fully expressed in this world. Step out of the shadows and let your light shine, my love. 
every last drop of it. And then we have one more. This is the sixth card in the sixth position. And this might be the one that matters the most. Maybe not really. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. I'm just basing this off the fact that it's the sixth card and the sixth card layout here. And, I, and I'm basing this all on the vibration of a numeral six that this day, the eighth the 27th of August has for it by combining the numbers of 827 and 2023. And it's fire, tribal fire, star. Fire, tribal fire, star. And uh, let's take a look at what that has to say for us. Star. Stories are the building blocks of society. Our mythologies create our culture, our mythologies shape our tribes, and our mythologies structure our families. If we find ourselves dissatisfied with our world as it is, then we have to get real about the materials we are using to create it. Remember that you are co-creating this reality structure with your every thought and your every word. Be mindful of the stories you are telling, dear one, and be sure that the narratives you are sharing are tales of triumph and tales of love, peace, and of harmony, such that you are consciously building the reality you want to be living in. All right. I think that was a nice and very important one. I wouldn't say necessarily for everybody that it is a most important one, but it is definitely something that is important indeed. I'm going to snap a photo of these cards as I have them lined up here, and I'm going to pack up and get going, and then, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come back with a, a second part here of... Uh, of um a cool to know metrics for today with my other uh tarot cards after that so that's what's going to be coming up next all right thanks for uh joining this was a cool to know metrics alchemy elements numerology runes and tarot i got at least all of those because in some way these um alchemy elemental cards can be considered tarot so this is uh the hitman h-i-t-m-a-n hakeem in the morning afternoon and night because you never know when i'm going to be on here morning afternoon or night um and i'm signing out for occultinometrics alchemy elements numerology runes and tarot i'll be back soon with some actually a triple tarot reading and maybe some del we can delve into some